This episode of Unreasonable Down is presented by Clark's. You ever had a pair of Clark's shoes? You're missing out if you haven't. They're very comfortable shoes. The first pair of Clark's shoes was made almost 200 years ago. A slipper from sheepskin. Groundbreaking technology at the time. And from the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently and remains at the heart of what Clark's does. Brilliant ideas are what set Clark's apart. We're teaming up with Clark's and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off on select items, including the iconic Clark's Desert Boot. Go to podgo.co backslash Clark's. That's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash C-L-A-R-K-S. Clark's. I'm not going to raise my voice. Yes! I'm really good at basketball for a puppet. What just happened? I drink your milkshake. What's up with those shorts? It's either super good or super bad. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. I guess I can't say anything bad about the person that tweets. When's the spring game, you know? Today's their day. Hello from the Dyer Prime Studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 29, Syracuse. NCAA tournament second round. That's the second time since Huggins has been at WVU that West Virginia goes out in the second round. And we've seen all these beats before. You know, it's Syracuse. It's the weird 2-3 zone on one day's notice, one day's prep. you got an unconscious coach's son. and But the beats of the season were in this game, Right. You had West Virginia. <laughs> you had West Virginia making runs. This is not the first time West Virginia fell behind this season. This season, we'll remember the comebacks. And they had to come back again today. And they were not shooting well. The mid range wasn't working. The two point around the basket. It just wasn't high enough of a percentage all season, and it wasn't it wasn't there today. And yet, West Virginia, 14 points down in the first half. They cut it to six at halftime. And you've got Syracuse's point guard. He looks he looks 16. <laughs> he may have had facial hair, hair. He just looked young. And he was shooting from 30 feet. Swish. And and Bayheim was quiet. Buddy Bayheim. I think he made the first shot of the game and then didn't make another shot the rest of the half. So he had three points. West Virginia did not play well. Lot lots of turnovers caused by the two-three zone. 
Deuce, who's been great all year at holding on to the ball and not turning it over, just trying to thread needles, uh, and not just him, other guys, just trying to find creases in the zone that weren't there. And all that was true. West Virginia had 11 turnovers in the first half, shot terrible, and they were in the game, six-point game. And then in Syracuse second half, they stretch it again to 11 points. And then we've seen this before. Sean McNeil gets hot, and they erase the 11-point lead. And they take the lead briefly at one point, and they tie it later. And we all we all knew that they had a run in them in the second half. It wasn't going to be a blowout, and it wasn't a blowout. And Syracuse, you know, Buddy Beheim, as quiet as he was in the first half, the second half he was he made his presence known, and he made shots. He had open looks, and he made them. And then when it was crunch time. He wanted the ball as one-on-one versus McNeil, and he made shots. And even then, you know, you've got Syracuse up nine with a minute left, and West Virginia keeps fighting, and they cut it to two. Basically, they're, they're down nine. It would be over, and yet West Virginia came back and had the ball with <laughs> – with a little over two seconds left on a missed free throw with a chance to tie it. And dude's got called for traveling. And that's that's not on him. That's just, you know, West Virginia loses to Syracuse. And they're done. And I mean, let's be let's be real here. The 10 losses on the season. And the close calls in the wins all year long. And Huggins said it. I mean, he over-exaggerated saying this was the worst defensive team he's had. I don't believe that. But they were not, they were not elite at defense. And I think that's what bit them today. I mean, just the handful of open looks that the handful of open looks that Syracuse got on a missed switch or going under the screen. And, you know, they play two NCAA tournament games and they give up over 50% shooting in both games. And so you've got to make up for that somehow. And it's been offense and West Virginia did not shoot well, did not shoot well against the zone, trying to force it inside. And when they did, you know, we just didn't get enough finishes inside. And you've got you to find the creases in the zone, and, and they did a good job second half of kicking it back out and making offense from that. But you had you – just, you just didn't have enough. This team all year – could not rely on its defense. I mean, I can only look at the Oklahoma State comeback where you say the defense got them back into that, and they still gave up 80-plus points, you know? 
we can't be shocked that West Virginia ends their season giving up 70-plus points. And if you're if you're not going to be elite at defense, you've got to be elite offensively. And they weren't today. They weren't elite offensively. And Syracuse doesn't give up a lot of free throws. West Virginia's lived off the free throws, so they only went 11 times, made nine out of 11. It stinks. It stinks to lose to Syracuse. It stinks to end your season with a loss. But hey, there's 68 teams in this thing, and 67 are going to end with a loss. That's that's how the NCAA tournament works. Credit to Syracuse. They made shots. They made open shots. When they had open shots, they made them. That's it. Credit to them. And there's going to be more upsets in the NCAA tournament. Oral Roberts, as I'm recording this, defeat Florida. So 15 seed. I think Florida Gulf Coast did this. So they're they're not breaking new ground here. But rare ground where the 15 seed makes the Sweet 16. Loyola Chicago, which definitely underseeded. They beat Illinois today. Houston squeaked by Rutgers. West Virginia is not the only one that's going to lose to a team with the higher seed. It stinks, though, right? This is, the season's over. They're not playing anymore this year. That's a wrap on the 2020-2021 season. And so as much as I've talked about how we knew the season was going to end. We got to give credit to everybody involved with this team. Deuce major jump from his freshman, to sophomore season, the two junior college guards, Taz shot robot. They stepped up their game in their senior year. Culver was not normal Culver. He was a first team big 12 player. And despite a rough end to the year, he was great and much improved from his first two seasons. You look at positive signs across the board. Jalen Bridges kind of pushed into the starting lineup in January, and he had games, and I'm excited for his future. A lot to be excited about with this team. The questions are, who's coming back, right? Won't name names. But will seniors take the NCAA up on the next year, the extra year of eligibility? From there, will guys who aren't seniors, are they going to stick around another year? Will they look to get paid to pay, get paid to play basketball somewhere in the world? And we'll know that soon enough, right? And then from there, even when the dust settles on that stuff, you've got you've got a lot of seniors in theory. 
including fifth-year seniors. And you've got a team going in the next year that has NCAA tournament experience. Isaiah Cottrell will be healthy next season. New guys coming in. I don't know anything about them. But you've got continuity and you've got an opportunity to really do some great things next year. Spoiler alert, the 2021-2022 WVU basketball team are going to have high expectations, just like they did this year. And we'll see what happens. But credit to Syracuse. It's, it stinks. There's no, getting around. There's no way to get around. I can't, there's, I can't give you excuses now. I can't, I can't lay you out. This is, it's all good. You know, I've just given you the, the glass half full part of this and it only applies to the next season. This one's over and it's been fun, but West Virginia bows out in the second round. Random thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor for Unreasonable Doubt. Dyer Prime Creative Group. You ever wake up and you don't have embroidery energy? You just wake up, you're like, you know what? I need that embroidery energy. Dyer Prime, they exude embroidery energy because it's something that they can do for you. They can put a monogram on your bathrobe. They can put your logo on a hat or a t-shirt. They are in the business of giving out embroidery energy. Call or text Dyer Prime to find out more about embroidery. 304-767-4445. Find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. A couple of things I've noticed from the tournament that that kind of annoyed me. <laughs> I haven't done this is what annoys me. Well, that's what the whole podcast is probably, what annoys me. Outside of WVU basketball, that doesn't annoy me. I enjoy, I enjoy it. Pat 40. Pat 40, long time college sports writer currently works for sports illustrated after west virginia loses tonight pat 40 sent a tweet now does everybody bat a thousand with their tweets i can speak from experience no you don't some stuff's just dumb you know (laughs) not everything that's in your head has to be typed out and sent via the twitter But here's what Pat Forty said on Twitter. I'm reading this. Not saying this is a casual relationship, but the three coaches who seemed the least interested in wearing their masks this season were Brad Underwood, Bob Huggins, and Chris Beard. Gone, gone, gone. Okay, so... Let's back up and read that again. And let me give you my commentary. 
not saying this is a casual relationship. Uh, what are we talking about? Let's start there, Pat. Casual relationship. You're not saying that this is a casual relationship. I don't, I'm confused. So we're starting off, I'm confused. But the three coaches who seemed the least interested in wearing their masks this season. So Pat Forty has paid attention all season to how much head coaches wear their masks. And this is, he's working on a hunch here. It seems that, right? Coaches in college basketball need to tell their players stuff, right? And sometimes you can't hear, even in a quiet setting, no fans, limited fans, they're pumping in crowd noise. There's actually some distance between you and the player when you're trying to give a message. So sometimes you can't do that with a mask on, right? So the head coaches take their mask down. It usually ends up as a chin strap. And they say things to their player, right? I haven't noticed Huggins do it any more than any other head coach. What we all can agree on is that no head coach has kept on the mask the whole game. I haven't seen that once. If your head coach has done that, let me know. Do some do better than others? Again, like it's not a contest. Everybody's being tested, right? That's my understanding. But some are quicker than others of giving the order where they need the player to read their lips and then putting the mask back up. I haven't seen anybody just go sans mask. So the observation is seems the least interested. Okay. And then he picks three coaches that <laughs> that are out of the NCAA tournament. Now let's go back to the not saying this is a casual relationship. What's the point? What is the purpose of your tweet? What are you actually saying there, Pat? Man, it was such a, an annoying tweet. Not as annoying as a certain commercial that's happening during the NCAA tournament. It's from Experian. The credit score, people. It's a quick hitter. It's only 15 seconds. So it's not like a super long one. You know, you we're getting hit over the head. So much money being spent from our friends at, at AT&T and our friends at Nissan that uh, the Captain Marvels, she's always ending up in a Nissan commercial. Anyway, Experian. I'm going to play it. <laughs> and you tell me if you remember this one and what part you find annoying. Experian Boost can raise your credit scores. I had no idea I could raise my credit score just by paying my monthly streaming service. We're all doing that, right? <laughs> now, <laughs> Uh, 
Did you catch it? And the audio medium doesn't do it justice, but let's let's hear what she had to say. Now there's a new way Experian Boost can raise your credit scores. I had no idea I could raise my credit score just by paying my monthly streaming service. We're all doing that, right? (laughs) (laughs) So it kind of tickles her that she says we're all paying for streaming service. But she kind of her eyes kind of turn a little bit. We're all doing that, right? And then the giggle, the giggle is what I'm having a hard time with. (laughs) The giggle at the end. And, you know, you hate the things that you are. People say that. And so you know that I laugh a lot on this podcast. And you also know that I'm the only person for the most part on doing this. So this may be a I need to look in the mirror thing. And this is this is an actress. I think I don't think this is a real person, but uh, or like a, you know, a real like it, somebody got paid to say this. No idea I could raise my credit score just by paying my monthly streaming service. We're all doing that, right? <laughs> now paying for Netflix. <laughs> We're all doing that, right? <laughs> I mean, it's. <clears throat> I don't know if it's if if I'm receiving that as like as an actress, the character that is saying that would giggle when she says that. I don't know, but I'm having a hard time with that commercial. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> uh, but we're all having trouble with that commercial, right? <laughs> <clears throat> I needed to take the dog for a longer walk. I'm, I, you know, it's always sad at the end of the year. Final thoughts coming up. Unreasonable doubt is on the social media. On Instagram at unreasonable doubt WV. On Twitter at I'm Josh Witt. On Facebook, go to that search bar thing and type in Unreasonable Doubt. Do it. Interact with the show. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. The next game for WVU is not for a long time. Man, I actually did that in earnest. Uh, That's how the NCAA tournament works. When you lose, you don't get to play anymore until next season. So that's it. So for this podcast, next week, we'll do the fourth annual Cami Awards for the best of the we're going to celebrate the best of the 2020-2021 season try to put out some awards on the internet get your thoughts on them and we'll celebrate the season and there's more basketball left we'll watch that enjoy that not enjoy that Experian commercial Uh, I think the Big Ten is out of the (laughs) 
the Big Ten labeled the best team or the best conference in the country, they've only got Michigan left. And they got so many teams into the tournament. And they're out. They're all out. And the Big 12, we've got Baylor. (laughs) We're kind of hanging on a thread. We've got Kansas playing tomorrow in Oklahoma. Oklahoma's got got their hands full playing a one seed. And playing playing Gonzaga. So, you know, shouldn't throw stones if you live in glass houses or I don't know how that one goes. You know what? What am I saying? Let's just watch the basketball. Enjoy it. I'm not going to. I don't have anything against the Big Ten Conference. Why do we have to dunk on people? Like verbally or on the Internet? Why? Why is the why is the move to revel in somebody else losing? I felt bad for Texas when they lost to Abilene Christian. And yet West Virginia fans like it's ah uh, <laughs> look what they did. They did the horns down thing. Oh, that's fun. And then you lose the next day. Somebody was dragging Virginia. You know, hey, you know, you know the difference between West Virginia and Virginia because we're still in the NCAA tournament. So now we're not. So what? So now how do you tell the difference? I mean, besides we're obviously a state, you know, and not Western Virginia, but been been through that. Just, I don't know. I don't understand. I really, I really don't understand it. It's over. <laughs> uh, it was a shorter season. Less games. Lots of weird stuff. We're still in a pandemic. But that's it for the season. And that's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Thank you for listening. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Maybe the one you should pick is CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2020-2021 season. They finish at 19 wins, 10 losses.